I just want to quickly give some NFL preseason takeaways, Ken. If you'll be so kind to oblige <laughs> me this time really. to do this. <laughs> did you did you watch both games live? Uh yeah. Well, I could, the first one was blacked out here. If you live in New England and you don't get like the local station, oh. you couldn't watch the first game last night. So I watched the second game. So I, I, had to watch yeah, I, the I watched game. it. I watched it on, on NFL Network. So like I, I didn't watch the entire. I fell asleep before Viking Seahawks ended, but I watched Texans Patriots and then I watched like like the first half probably of Viking Seahawks. So Texans beat the Patriots twenty to nine. Uh, Ken, great job. I guess they covered the spread anyway, but like that you right. were big on just take Texans money line. Thought they were going to win. Very likely to win the game, and yeah. uh, and to be fair, uh, they did. So Mac Jones doesn't start. Bailey Zappi plays. I think he looks okay. Also, I think the fact that Mac doesn't play and Zappi plays a lot tells you that Mac Jones is like there's no quarterback competition. I think some people are still like holding on to this idea that there's actually a competition. Uh, no, there isn't. Mac Jones is going to be the starting quarterback of this team. I kind of can't shake the idea, and like Tyler's not on the show today. Our pal Tyler Morales. Um, he was talking up Malik Cunningham, the former Louisville quarterback, who's on the Patriots right now, was. as being like, yeah. being like, 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 like a weapon for the Patriots. Right? They, they, they used him at running back. They lined him up a wide receiver. He scored their only touchdown of the game. Belichick was heaping praise on him after the game. Like the lazy comparison is going to be, well, maybe like Cunningham could be like Julian Edelman, right? A former college quarterback that Belichick turns into a wide receiver has a ton of success. I'm not saying that Malik Cunningham is going to be like Super Bowl MVP like Edelman was, but you know, like. I feel like he's going to contribute some way, shape, or form, like maybe early with this Patriots team, just like the feeling that I have uh, right now. Patriots have a second-round defensive end that they took, and this kind of goes under the radar because it's not like a like skill position player for fantasy named Keon White, who like wrecked the Texans' offense like single-handedly last night. Just someone like, I'm not saying this is any, this is more just like for football fans. It's nothing like no real betting application here. It's not going to win any award. I guess he could have won defensive rookie of the year. Maybe just like think about that. Uh, Keon White, remember that name for the uh, for the New England Patriots. The Patriots running backs with Ramondre Stevenson not playing, Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, very unimpressive. They also were really bad in pass protection. And the Patriots like backup offensive line was playing. They couldn't protect the entire game, but the running backs were not good in pass protecting. Remember what I said earlier this week? that I feel like if their running backs can't pass protect, they're going to sign either Ezekiel Elliott or Leonard Fournette. That hasn't happened as of yet. My bet is I think that one of those two guys will be a Patriot by week two next week when the Patriots play their second preseason game. I think that's actually pretty likely now. Uh, quick notes on the Texans. C.J. Stroud throws an interception, whatever. It's just people are going to overreact to it. I don't think it matters at all. He's still going to be the starting quarterback. Tank Dell looked awesome. Their third-round rookie receiver, eight targets, five catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Tyquan Thornton flashed um, a little bit, caught a nice pass from Bailey Zappi. He's like their fifth receiver. Demario Douglas, Ken, the wide receiver that we've talked up a lot, that Patriots beat writers have been talking up a lot. Goose eggs, the night. I was talking to our pal Pete Prisco, though, earlier today. I was asking him about Douglas, and he was basically saying, like, the reason why Douglas goose egged is because like he's going to start basically, right. and they're not going to like use him in the preseason. Like with Bailey Zappi, was... like the same yeah. thing. Yeah. With Mac Jones, right? Exactly. Like, it's not like even, the, yeah, it's not yeah even they're playing. Play. They're playing, and they're awesome. That means they're not playing. That's actually, what it means. So that's why Demario Douglas didn't do anything. It's not because like he wasn't good in the game. It's because they're saving him for the regular season. Uh, Vikings and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks uh, end up winning and covering the spread. Uh, Jordan Addison, one catch for 22 yards, and had a great, like, tiptoe catch along the sideline. The referees, like, ruled was not a catch. Like, there's this idea, because the Vikings depth chart came out, Ken, and uh, K.J. Osborne was listed as the number two ahead of Addison. Addison was the three. Like, oh, my God, Jordan Addison's not going to be, like, starting to begin One of the, the great year. nicknames, too, by the way, K.J. Osborne. The Purple Goblin. That's a Nick Costos the purple, original. The Purple Goblin. It's, one of, it's yes. one of my favorite nicknames that you've come up with for a player. I laugh every time. The Purple Goblin. 
is the Vikings' third-string wide receiver, and also he killed Gwen Stacy. It's quite yeah. the resume. Uh, so Addison, Addison's going to be the team's number two receiver. I think he's awesome. Jackson Smith and Jigba, three for 25. I still think that for fantasy relevance, he needs either Metcalf or Lockett to get hurt. But, I mean, he, he's awesome. And, like, when he gets the ball, I think he's going to be really good. The most interesting thing, though, from the Minnesota perspective, or for, like, either team, honestly, um, Alexander Madison doesn't play in the game. He's obviously the Vikings starting running back now with Dalvin Cook still having been released and Dalvin Cook still on the, uh, the waiver wire, the free agent wire, whatever. Uh, Ty Chandler is the Vikings' number two running back last night. 15 touches, 70 yards. Looked really good. Showed some burst. Showed, showed, some, showed some strength as well. Now, my guy, Kenei Wangwu, was inactive, didn't play in the game. But Ty Chandler, I think, took major strides towards being the number two to Alexander Madison. Madison's not a proven bell cow running back. So Chandler would be a valuable like, late-round pick in fantasy drafts. Now, complicating matters is that Kareem Hunt is continuing his like, the, the tour of the United States visiting every NFL team, visiting the Minnesota Vikings today. Obviously, if the Vikings sign Kareem Hunt, he becomes like the 1B to Alexander Madison's 1A. So it like immediately kills Chandler, it kills McBride, it kills Wang Wu. And honestly, it makes you feel a lot less good about Alexander Madison being like the bell cow for Minnesota if and when they sign Kareem Hunt. So just something for people to, uh, to keep an eye out for. Also, how about this name for you? Jalen Rager? Obviously, famously picked yeah. for Justin Jefferson. Awesome. And now he, now he plays with Justin Jefferson on Minnesota. He was, like, pretty decent last year and was really good last night. If the Vikings are going to be in a lot of shootouts this year, and it's Jefferson, Addison, Osborne, Rager, Hawkinson as their five pass catchers, they're going to score a ton of points, and Kirk Cousins is going to have a monster year. I still don't think they're going to be very good in terms of wins and losses, finishing above 500, but I do think that Kirk Cousins is an interesting fantasy option this year. Those are your preseason takeaways from Thursday night.